Are you sick and tired of your Instagram feed for your salon looking like every other salon on planet Earth? Do you want to know how to take some of the most amazing photos on planet Earth? Well, I've got the guy who's going to teach you how to do it all on today's show. Check it out. Salon owners are some of the most amazing people on planet Earth. The only problem is sometimes their hearts are so big and they give so much of themselves to their staff and guests that it creates unintended consequences. Our goal is to change the industry by elevating the way the rest of the world sees salons, spas, and barbershops and give it the credibility that it truly deserves. This is the Salon Owner Evo Revo Show. Today's podcast is brought to you by Salon Scale, allowing you to charge by what you know, not by what you feel. What's going on, guys? Good to see you this morning. Doug, glad to have you on, man. How are you? Uh, life is good. Life is good. Dude, it's, great. It's, it's, a good, it's a good day to be alive. It's a good day to be alive. Uh, it's kind of funny who we've got on the show today because I've spent hours and hours with this man and actually not chatted with him one time. And I know that sounds really strange, but it's because he is Doug and my photographer for doing our live digital events. So uh, our guest today is a professional photographer. He has a background in television. He takes some of our absolute favorite photos from our events. And please welcome to the show, John D'Amato, all the way from New York City. What's up, John? Hey, John. Good morning. This is weird being on the same screen at the same time. I don't know if I, I can know. handle this emotional. Dude, you, <laughs> this is the, the emotional pressure is going to kick in. Dude, so you you are like a ninja. You show up at our live events. We're just doing our thing. You come in, take some amazing photos. You're out the door. I don't even talk to you. All I just get to see is your amazing work after the fact. Uh, and, and like, you know, you take the style photos and I, this is how I, I like to hire photographers. I like hiring people who take pictures that I want to have as my like social media profile. You know what I mean? Like some really yeah. amazing photos that capture a great moment that tells a story. And I think you are an amazing visual storyteller. You shoot for some of the, uh, the biggest speakers, the biggest authors on planet earth. And then you, you humble yourself to talk to Doug and I, which I just think is tremendous. So thanks for slumming it for, for Doug and I sometimes. Uh, but dude, I, I, I'm really grateful for all the photos that you've taken of us, but I wanted to kind of take a, a unique spin on something is dude, I am sick and tired of seeing salons that have a hundred photos of the back of somebody's head. And that's what their whole feed is filled with. And I hope you can fix that for us today. If you're on with us and you want to fix that, do me a favor and say fix in the comments, you guys, because I want to know this is a problem that you guys got. That's what I'm going to turn to you today, John, if you're cool with that. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. Dude, I'm pumped. So talk to me about this, because tell me about your background for a second. You got started in TV. You were a professional storyteller. Now you do uh, photos for some of the biggest events. Tell me about kind of your background so people understand who you are for a second. Yeah, sure. So I'm a, uh, I'm a lifestyle portrait photographer. I shoot virtual, I shoot book photos, and basically it's all for geared towards one type of audience. It's speakers, yeah. authors, trainers, consultants. Essentially what I do is work with expert business owners so that they can get the types of photos that they need that's going to connect emotionally with their audience so it inspires them to learn more about who these experts are and how they can help solve their problems. And well, and I think it's such a, 
It's such a critical thing because when you want to position yourself as an expert in anything that you do, you got to look the dang part. Do you know what I'm saying? And I think your social media feed, if you want your clients to look their best, you got to know how to position them as amazing clients and as, as, as maybe not as experts, but like you want them to be the best guest possible when you take their photo. You're like, gosh, I want to be one of those people. I want to be a guest of that salon or a guest of that stylist. And so I think it's just, you, you really do a great job of positioning people. And I know we're going we're gonna to talk about this today, John. You're going to give us some tips. And then you've actually got something that you can give away today, uh, which is how to actually shoot yourself your own professional headshot, right? Like just with a camera, some sunlight, and your, uh, uh, I think you said phone, you and sunlight, you can make yourself some magic and have a very professional headshot. Is that correct? That is correct. Dude, I yes. love it. So we'll we'll talk about that. If you want if you want to know how to do your own headshot, do me a favor and comment headshot. We'll send you the link and we'll give you the link at the end as well so you can get access to it. So John, what are some of the top mistakes you see people make when, uh, you know, and especially if you've seen salons are taking the backup pictures of people's heads, what are some of the top mistakes you've seen people make as far as trying to take pictures of clients for uh, social media? Well, I think a lot of what the mistakes are is the fact that they don't understand what they're actually missing out on. And what they're missing mm -hmm. out on is giving their audience the opportunity to understand what the experience of going into that salon looks like. They're very good at the results, the end result, the hair. That's wonderful. Right. But that is yeah. one piece of the pie. What we really need to see are images that illustrate the process, what happens, the details. What is the decor of the place? What are the faces of the human beings that walk into that place and, mm. and, and how happy they are with what's going on? What, yeah. you know, details of scissors and all the machinery and all the, you know, I haven't been in a salon in a very long time, but obviously there's, there's a, lot a lot of machinery of in the salon. Let's be clear. It's a very heavy machinery, right? Doug, you guys have lots of machinery. Uh, oh yeah. A, a loud <laughs> machine everywhere. <laughs> No, but dude, I, I mean, this is a great point. I'm just messing with you, John. But like, and by the way, if you guys, if you guys are getting some value out of this already, do me a favor and type value because John, you know, one of the things about like when I got married, I remember one of the things that was really interesting about the photographer we hired to do, shoot our wedding was how many great detail shots they got because it, when you get married, right, there are all these little tiny details that you use to make the experience important. And if you miss those, you just took pictures of bride and groom and family and all that stuff. If you miss the details, it doesn't really communicate the whole experience. And I love what you're talking about here is that what is the rest of the experience besides the end result that you need to showcase? So can you give me maybe, like maybe Doug, you can ask some questions too, so you can encourage your team to take some of these shots. Can you give me some examples of some details that you might look for if you were rolling through a salon, like what, what they should be looking for so they can see through John's eyes, you know what I mean? The first thing I would want to see is what does the front space look like? What is the little details of the decor around? And then what? Then I would want to see shots of actual scissors or or the the the, the stuff where you paint. The, I, I'm sorry, I don't know the technological. Dude, you do not need to be technologically savvy here. You can say the pictures of the thing with the brush and the goo. That's the fine. The brush and the it. color and the white and the aluminum foil looking stuff and <laughs> and the perfect. roller thing and the drying and all of like all of these things are what paint the full picture of what it looks like in addition to the human part which is the actual people in the chairs yeah. uh like getting getting worked over and and the communication between the salon folks mm, and like the, the interaction yeah interaction we want to see that kind of thing we want to see um 
what are some of the other things that I kind of remember that would be in there? Um, you know, uh, like the mirrors, the detail of the mirrors, the detail of, I mean, I don't know what the hell else is in these things, but basically. No, dude, it's okay. So, so let me ask you this. How, how do you take a picture of something? Cause I, I think this is what happens. People inside a salon see that stuff every day, right? They see their shears every day. They see the brushes every day. They see that stuff and they don't think it's important or they think it doesn't look awesome. I think, John, you have a gift of taking something like an inanimate object, like a pair of shears, and you do something interesting to take a good photo of it. What do you do to make it not just be like, okay, pictures of shears, pictures of person? Like, how do you kind of paint a story? What do you do to add some some love to that stuff? Well, basically what you need to do is uh, capture the, uh, like, for example, the shears, right? So we would want to see it on the table with all the other stuff. In fact, at my barber shop, I've taken pictures of their shears and their buzzers and everything because I just thought it looked mm-hmm. cool. But then yeah. what you also want to do is capture photos of it in in the uh, salon person's hand actually operating yeah, like doing it. doing something. Wanna see, yeah, doing something. Uh, and mm-hmm. then what you want to do, really what you want to do is think of it in terms of visual variety, meaning mm-hmm. we don't want just two shots and it's done. What we want are variations. We want to think in terms of being able to capture these things in wide shots, medium shots, and close-ups. We want the mm. close-up stuff. We want the wide environmental shot. We want to see everybody working together. Then we want to see the individual people working and then maybe a section. And when you start thinking about it in terms of telling a story in big, big wide shots and very close shots, now you're going to mm-hmm. start to make your feed look interesting and different from shot to shot. I because love if it. It's- yeah, because if it's just the back of the head, shot after shot, it gets boring. People get tuned out because mm-hmm. it's noise. It's no longer value. I like yeah, it. So, think, so to your point. Oh, go ahead, Doug. I say I think that's the thing. Is it, it 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 gets very boring. It's like okay, another another thing of hair. Great. Uh, so, well, I think I'm hearing you say it would be valuable if they had a third party, say a support staff or something like that, take a couple of uh, candid shots, if you will, of them doing the process. And then putting that together with, I think, a a livable picture of the hair, something that looks so creating that whole story that this was their journey coming through, and then not just that standard look, but more of almost a, not as posed, but a candid shot of the hair being lived in. Does that make sense? Is that kind of what? Yeah, you're- yeah actually, you just gave me a, an idea. What you could do is you can create one of those multi-image posts, like for Instagram, for example, where you start off with what they look like walking in the door. Then you show a shot of the detail of what's about to happen, whether it's a coloring or a cut or a combination. So you see that. Then you see a process photo in the next shot where the thing is actually getting done in a wider shot, flip to another shot, closer shot, and then flip to the end where the reveal of the after is there. You're telling a complete story, and then you can get a testimonial from that person right underneath in the caption, and it's all coming together. Right. My hair's never felt so good and looks so good. Uh, Yeah, the the tubes of color. I mean, because that's that's kind of saying Mm -hmm. what they're using, showing where they're measuring it, and it's on the scale. I think, yeah, I think telling that story, there'll be a lot more engaging. And then there again, I think don't fall into the trap of, doing the same thing every time but think about what are the elements of telling a story so then people are interested when they see it pop up because i think right now people see here and they just swipe by swipe by swipe by 
Right. So yeah. guys, we got to take a quick break. And when we come back, John, I'd, I'm going to, I'm going to seed you for this question. I want to know your top tips for getting great candids, because I think some people do the pose like, hey, it's my hair and I'm uncomfortable. If you can give me some tips for how to get great candid photos where people seem natural when we come back, that would be amazing. We'll be right back after this very short, less than a minute break. We'll be right back. Hey, HPSA listeners. Let me ask you this. Are you tired of not knowing what your hair color is costing you on every appointment and watching it chew up your profit? Well, with Salon Scale, we take the guesswork out for you. Using a mobile app paired with a Bluetooth scale, Salon Scale will tell you exactly what your color is costing you on every bowl mix down to the gram. As you mix, Salon Scale will also digitally store your formulas and track how much product is being used in real time so you can manage your inventory, cover your expenses, and generate more profit in your salon. Use promo code HPSA10 to get 10% off an annual subscription. Salon Scale, the new standard for mixing color. All right, so we're talking with John D'Amato from New York, one of the industry's leading experts in getting great shots of speakers uh, from all over the world. He's been shooting Doug and my digital events for the last year plus in said, uh, in said rundown. And um, one of the things that we were just chatting about is how do we get great candidates? And we're, we've been sitting here chatting about, okay, get pictures of the experience, get pictures of the, the decor, of the people, of the faces, of the detail, of the interaction, of the, the mixing the color. And here we go to commercial. And right during the commercial, during our salon scale spot, it's John's like, well, there's a good one. There's a good one. There's a good one. So props to the person who put the commercial together for salon scale, number one. But number two um is dude that that was a good showcase of like taking a journey of a client from start to finish all the way through from check-in at the counter through the whole process mi process mixing the color and then checking out john what are some thoughts you have on like how what you saw in that video and if you're listening to us you didn't see it but the, you at least heard the audio but what are some thoughts where you saw about that that got your attention or that you thought were good well Basically, what I saw was a step-by-step -step process of the entire experience of going through that. And that is, that, mm. that's the first place that every salon owner needs to start. It's, and go through from the moment that someone walks into the moment they leave for every single service that you offer, every single one right. of them. Nails could be any aesthetics, anything like that. It should have a whole yeah. experience start to finish in your in your feed, on your stories, things like that. And one of the things about that is uh, there is this curse of knowledge that experts have about what they do, meaning, oh, that's not important. No one cares about right. that. No big deal. Everything yeah. matters. Everything matters. And then the Great next step. Point. And then, yeah, because when you take into account every step, uh, that'll give people that full scope. And then when you're when you're actually trying to set up to shoot these things, uh, in terms of the technical help that you can get, one of the things that I suggest to a lot of folks that are going to do a lot of self-portraits and a lot of photography with their phone is to set up their photo grid on their phone. Every manufacturer mm -hmm. has a photo grid. And then oh, once, totally. you have that, once you have that photo grid, That'll give you the opportunity to be able to use those guiding lines to create yeah. images that have compelling compositions because just simply capturing the this moments. This is it right here. Yeah, John, you got, here, let's see if I can get it up there, but I've got my grid on on my phone. You can see that each of these layers are actually blocked out and you can use it, right? 
Yes, exactly. And the goal is to get the important information of whatever you're shooting, be it an inanimate object or a human being face, is to get those eyes yep. and that face on those lines. Um, yeah, love it. Then, love it. And then the, ne and the next tip is uh, shoot a lot. Don't be satisfied with one photo yeah. because especially if you're going to do candid stuff and people are moving around, chances are nine times out of 10, a lot of those fo those images will be out of focus. So you want to give yourself that opportunity to get that one that's in really good, juicy focus. So that's the one you post. So John, that's, and that's where I want to find out, man. What are the tips? Because I think for you, um, oh yeah, Sherry Rose, by the way, said everything matters. Take into account every step. Super smart. Thanks, Sherry, for commenting on that and, and letting us know, because I think that was that was money that you just said. Every little detail matters. It's the curse of the expert is they don't think that all those little steps matter, but all the steps matter. And, you know, it's like it's showing your work every step of the way and taking photos of it. So that was super good. So talk to me about this. I think that people go, OK, I have to take a picture for social media, John. So let me uh, at the end of the service, let me stage this photo at the beginning of the service. Let me stage this photo. And that's how they're taking photos. How do you get a candid like, hey, we're just interacting here. I'm asking you questions. And like, that's an amazing shot. How does that happen in your mind? Obviously, they're not taking it themselves. But like, what, what are some tips for getting good candids so that my eye isn't closed and I'm like, you know, I look like a troll because I'm at a weird angle. Like, how? what are some tips for getting those interaction shots? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, the first thing that I would say would be to, uh, before you just start, spraying and praying is how i refer to it yep. uh, a lot of <laughs> the photo the endless photo snaps yeah don't do that it's more about being purposeful and intentional like if you want it truly candid where you're not you're not going to set up a scenario where they're going to fake be candid and you're going to capture right. that true right. candid what you need to do is look at the space where are they shooting do you have enough room to sneak in without them seeing you uh mm. and kind of, kind of figure out you know is it going to be something where you're going to obscure because once they see you that real candidness is all gone and they're going to play on the camera right so it's about okay i like it yeah you got to be intentional about it and then the next step it's logistics can you physically get a compelling shot from a from an angle without being a reflection in the mirror or mm -hmm. uh being in the way of other people doing work and then the next thought is once you get one shot that really looks good don't be satisfied with that move to another angle and find mm -hmm. that and then think about ways that you can get if it's a conversation between two people there should be at least three angles that you're getting one where it's a straight on of both of them talking and then uh, another one where you just see one person talking and the other person's kind of over their shoulder kind of thing from the camera's point of view. And then you get the reverse shot of that. Why? Mm. Because now you're telling a more complete story by seeing right. in terms of all the interviews that you watch on television. You'll see the interview wide. Then you'll see the person asking the question. Then you see over the, the shoulders on both sides. Think in mm. those terms. because That's how people understand stories. So you play to how people understand story i love it yeah, dude. this is great so three three angles the uh the to your point over each shoulder in reverse and then also both of them i mean I, again tell the whole story go ahead doug i was cutting you off man go ahead that's all right uh i i was thinking of working with other people in your salon working with your team whether it's a support person or another stylist because i think that's gonna be helpful if each other kind of do that thing you know, do the candid shots for them instead of saying hey 
you know, stopping what I'm doing, go get somebody to take a picture of it, but having other people right, on your team right. that know to instinctively come over and grab some candid shots for you and then send them to you. So I think everybody working together in a symbiotic relationship of, uh, you know, giving each other support on getting the material together. And then you just put together yeah. what are the best shots. Totally. And, and Monique brought it. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, John. No, I was going to say, Doug, that's actually a great idea where you kind of deputize one person to kind of be able to keep track of everything that's going on and kind of get do a sweep of the whole salon as things are going on. So every day has slightly different things going on with the different people in the chairs. So you create that yeah. variety right, over time. So one of the things that we recommend at the High Performance Salon Academy is something called a social media play day because it solves a couple of these problems. Monique, Monique mentioned it. She said, oftentimes as a stylist, it's uncomfortable to ask a client to take the photos because of the time, right? Like, well, let me stop and take this picture. Uh, I've been in the salon for a while. They may like, feel like the client's ready to go. Now we're going to stop them and stall them, which I love this idea of like taking candids. It's not about like, okay, let's stop and take the photo as a part of your service you're actually just taking a photo as a part of what they do. Now, here's a social media play day. And I'm curious if you have any thoughts on this, John, because you could probably soup up what we already do. This idea of a social media play day is that you bring in some, some guests of yours that are attractive looking people, right? You, you literally kind of plant the seed and you go, look, one day we're going to have some great looking people come in the salon. We're going to make sure that we have a variety of services getting done. And we're going to hire a professional photographer to come in and snap stories of the entire day of what we're doing, right? So if you're like, I, I'm not a great photographer, but you hire one photographer of the day, you have all your, you have you, some of your best guests come down, some great services, and they snap photos the entire day, and they're all off site. And here's what I love about it: you get, you can get photo releases. People know they're going to be photographed for the day. You don't have to worry about it, and they're not like, okay, stop, let's take a picture. It's just a flow of that entire day, and that one day you can capture enough social media for a month, if not two or three months. Right. So if you guys want access to that link from us, comment play day in the comments below. We'll send you our checklist. But, John, what would what would you add to that that could be even more helpful? If they were going to hire somebody to come in and take photos or do that. Do you have any other hot tips on how they could make that an even better day? Well, what I would probably do is uh, get some video involved and get some people in front of the camera and talk about how right. amazing is. But uh, in terms Brilliant. of the photography, yeah, in terms of the photography itself. I would also probably get staff photos like professional headshots and get some of the other kind of images, uh, some mm -hmm. fun portraits of the actual employees, lifestyle yep. portraits, not just working shots, but look, look at us. We look amazing. We, you know, like getting those kinds of photos. And then yep. that would fill in some of the other gaps with regards to how you're presenting yourself online. Obviously, Dude. the stuff that's going on in the space is money, but we also yep. need the other the you know we need the foundational stuff as well yeah dude that's a that's a great great point is that if you're gonna have somebody if you're gonna have somebody come down so monique thank you so much for the question by the way if you're gonna have somebody come down to shoot as a professional for you do the staff headshots do the video at the same time you're doing the rest of it and again what's great is your staff gets to come in looking their absolute best that i mean hopefully they look their best every day but let's just say staff looks their best that day your guests look their best that day they come in with their makeup done they have all that you don't have to deal with all the drama or make makeup part of the tutorials that you're doing while you're there that you're shooting right get all that stuff done and i love what you said about make sure if you've got that photographer and videographer there have them get 
some lifestyle shots of your team Sit, casually sitting in the salon scroll i mean maybe not scrolling their phone but like you know mixing some color and doing all that stuff like make sure that all those lifestyle pieces or even them interacting with each other laughing with each other playing in the back room hanging out doing other things besides that tell and again that's why i'm getting this whole theme from you john is just like telling the story of the salon like getting the yeah. whole experience. Like what's it like in the back room? Not the bad stuff, the good stuff. What's it like in the break room? What, you know, what's it like when they get to work and get out of their car in the morning? Are they walking in with their Starbucks? Like, what are they doing? And you start to tell that whole picture and all of a sudden the salon is this 360 experience instead of the back of somebody's freaking head. Well, cause here's the thing, Jason. It's all about creating relationships where, you know, this is a relationship-based business. Yes. And you're yes. trying to be relatable and revealing and inspiring all at the same time through flattering photos that show mm. the whole process. And it just brings people closer into walking in that door and dropping down some money and, and getting the work done in there. And then staying there for years because that's yeah. what we're going for, long-term gain. So yeah. that's, how, that's how you can well, create that heat. Dude, and what I love about what everything you taught today, John, is that the story invites them in when they've never been in because they can see the experience from start to finish, right? They can see it. They can go, hey, I, I could be a client in that. They can see themselves in that spot. But then once they've been there as a guest and they keep seeing those photos, it reminds them of why that experience is amazing. It reminds them of the time they've already spent inside the salon and it's a retention thing. So it's a guest attraction strategy. It's also a retention strategy. The more you communicate it and, and very selfishly, I'll, I'll tell you guys what we do. That's why we have John come out and take photos from our events because we want we want everybody who's there, like people love their photos that they get done with you, John, because they, they post them as their profile pictures of like them talking, interacting with us. And they were they remember that great time that they had. And that I think that's it, is that when you capture it well and you make their experience at the photos match the quality of the experience that they had, that is the secret to making uh, you know other people excited to come and also keeping your existing clients happy to be there. So John, this has been super, super valuable. Uh, by the way, if you guys want to get access to John's uh, shoot it yourself headshot, all you have to do is go to John D'Amato, D-E-M-A-T-O. And John is J-O-H-N, not to be confused with the wrong spelling of John. J-O-H-N, D'Amato, D-E-M-A-T-O, forward slash S-I-Y for shoot it yourself dash headshot. We'll also drop that link uh, in the comment section. So again, johndomato.com forward slash S-I-Y dash headshot. And John will show you how to shoot a freaking pro headshot on your own phone with just you, your camera and some sunlight, which is what you should be doing. John, this has been a really good show. Uh, dude, even better than I thought it was gonna be. I knew it was gonna be good, but dude, I, I took a pages of notes over here while we were chatting. This was nice. super good. Um, thank you so much for being on today. I wish you all the success in the world and I can't wait to see you in person one of these days really soon. So thanks for being on today. Absolutely. Thanks again, gentlemen. All right. Bye for thanks, now, guys. guys. Thanks for being on. Thanks for listening to the Evo Revo podcast. Today's podcast was brought to you by Salon Scale, allowing you to charge by what you know, not by what you feel. Please subscribe, leave us a review, and you can always get more information, including show notes and the video episodes at evorevopodcast.com.